Welcome to Juicing Bananas, the comedy food podcast dedicated to reviewing meal kit delivery services. We will tackle anything that shows up on our doorstep. Today, we have a surprise for you, but I'm not giving it away until the end of the episode. I'm Megan Ortega. And I'm Aubrey Stark. And today we're talking about a meal from Blue Apron called the Beef Shawarma Spiced Rice with Carrots and Lemon Labna. But before we get into that, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you, Megan? I'm good. It's great to have a day off. Uh, It's really something else. Yeah. You know, I just... I... I... Shaw warmer weather <laughs> on the forecast. It's painful. I, I wanted mean, to stop. Did we select this meal just for the terrible pun opportunities? No, the, the, it's not. It's not even an opportunity, really. It's, no, it's more of a train wreck that <laughs> you're along for. Yeah. Well, Blue Apron did this to you, folks. Yeah. Did they you know, should have shown this coming. um did you know i used to know someone who was in a train accident a train crash were they also in a dumpster fire (laughs) no the they they worked at the park with us what yeah who well i i don't want to blast them like maybe they're sensitive about it but we knew someone that here i'll write it down i no no not them um this is just good audio right here this is <laughs> this is great podcasting i think that that was their name i don't remember that person oh no um it was 2017 Oh, different park. They were, yeah. My Emily? My Emily that I'm still friends with? Maybe it is. No. Maybe it is. If you've been in a train wreck (laughs) and your name is Emily (laughs) and you know me, call me right away. Well, I'm... I think you might be right. They, anyway. They managed to escape the train wreck without... It, it was, like, unbreakable. Well, did other she's people like, in the train wreck get injured? She's like Bruce Willis. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so it a is lot the of person them I'm did. thinking of then. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Bruce Willis? I, I have no idea. <laughs> um, anyway, that's a... That's a very strange thing to bring up and then not really explain. Well, it, it was super interesting. It happened in Washington. I Let's believe. have this person Down on by... the podcast with us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we're going to hunt Lacey you down. Or... Shoot. Now, I, I really shouldn't bring up anecdotes that go nowhere. But it's kind of my thing. We'll get back to this, folks. <laughs> we will give you some closure on this story. No, we won't. But just so you know, it all turns out fine because we met this person. Yeah, they lived and they weren't horribly maimed. Right. Not like the other people. Oh, only, no. <laughs> only internally. Oh. Oh. This took a dark turn. <laughs> 
It's like a black cloud is swarming above yeah. us. Yeah. Speaking of childhood trauma. <laughs> Beef shawarma. <laughs> you. <laughs> childhood shawarma. <laughs> um, you seem to be processing some childhood trauma while you were slicing carrots. Oh, my God. I... I'm sorry this, to bring this up again. Did you hear the quiver make, in my mouth? <laughs> yeah, I did. I saw so I saw the mean. inside of you wither. Just I, I hate bit. chopping carrots. Yeah, I, I know. Hate I, it. I heard that. I don't know why it's so bad. Tell us more. I think it's because of my weak little muscles. They get tired too easy. Hmm, that's always been the case. I guess. Yep. Yeah. Well, Who you knew? did a really I, good job. I'm too sensitive. You are sensitive. And that's... Carrots are not a food for the faint of heart. <laughs> no? No. For the poor of sight? No, carrots are like... They're for the rugged... <laughs> <laughs> the rugged... Rugged, eagle-eyed outdoorsmen. Or the rabbiteers. Yes, that's right. The Elmer Fuds of the world. <laughs> The rugged rabbit hunters. So weird. Yeah. What else? Um. Yeah. What happened with you this week? Did you? I worked a whole bunch, and then I did some work for a different person, and then last night I went and trained my dog, and it was so fun. Wow. Yeah. I uh, earned that. Your cute as hell dog. Oh my god. What's your dog's name? Data. You know what that means. It's time for this week's segment. <gasps> oh, data the, bite of the week. The data bite. Let's let's splice in some modem sounds. <laughs> we'll never do that to you again, listeners. We'll just replay that clip on all of the future episodes. Meg, what is your data bite of the week? Mm. The best bite that did not have anything to do with our meal kit deliveries i oh man it i reluctantly have to say that it was a glutenful pizza slice oh. that was it had prosciutto and caramelized onions is it called prosciutto la fucking yama la fiamma. And are we allowed to say their name? Anyway, they're in Bellingham. Yeah, I think as long as you say fuck in the middle of it. Right, then it's not technically their name. (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly, as they say. And they're they're allegedly in Bellingham, and they're definitely the best. And I usually get the gluten-free crust, and I did, and it was amazing as always, but then... I accidentally got sent home with this other chunk of pizza, and it was incredible. (laughs) By chunk of pizza, you mean the entire large pizza. pizza. It was so good. Prosciutto, arugula. Balsamic vinaigrette. So delicious. Caramelized onions. And it was so good. The, The crust was so good. It was so bready and good and... This was takeout. Anyway, we didn't go. I definitely to regretted the this. It's okay. We're not being judged. Calm down. Yeah, we are. We, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, I regret that for the last three days. But 
I starting to nothing. work its way out of my system. My ears were all like painful and plugged this morning. Wow. Anyway. When I it say so that good. I have a running nose, you can say that it's because of chocolate. Mm-hmm. I think that it's because of allergies. Allergies? Yeah. Yeah, you just keep grass, blaming it on the allergies. Chocolate. Yeah. Definitely blame it on the grass. Oh. <laughs> You've been around grass so much lately. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Is that, is there a hidden message there? No. Only that the property that we're living on literally has no lawn. No, absolutely none. None. Uh. <laughs> yeah. What was your data bite? My data bite of the week, it was, um, well, I, I, I'm not going to steal the same Lafayama. No, even though that would probably be yours. It was our breakfast this morning. This morning? Yeah. Wow. So it was a delicious sautéed beet greens. Mm, They're the best. With some green onion chopped on there, cut on there. Mm-hmm. And if you're still chopping your green onion, stop. Stop. Get a pair of kitchen scissors and cut those bad boys up. Do kitchen not shears. quit using your knives for pro, that. Pro tip. Um, yeah, what else was on there? Some feta cheese mm-hmm. and eggs. duck egg. Oh, yeah, duck eggs. That's right. They're so good. Oh, it was just a great little way to start the day. Mm-hmm. Data bite of the week. And that's been our segment. Okay. This week's data bite. This week's data bite. Ready to launch into the company? Oh, let's do this. Okay. So don't sound so reluctant. uh, We're going to have fun. uh, Well, I'm going to have fun deconstructing this shawarma. Shawarma bees. It's like a shawarma bees in my mouth. No, if only... Okay, so (laughs) we're talking about Blue Apron this week, and it's been a while since I got on their website and did the ordering for this. Um, Meals start at $7.49 a serving. Ordering was pretty standard, two to four people options. Uh, They give you options to opt out of different protein categories. And now I was placing this order on my phone, and their mobile site had some challenges. The The frame was wider than my screen, so I was scrolling up and down trying to figure out how to navigate to the next screen and how to navigate between dates, and they were all off on the right-hand side of the frame, which was off of my screen. So the mobile with site... With phone. With my phone. So the mobile site Did of you- Blue Apron was, like, not... Did you do the iPad too? I Was didn't. I didn't bad? double check it. Oh. No, just the and the mobile site should show up the same on the iPad as the phone theoretically. Yeah, I I, have I don't no know idea. unless Blue Apron is getting real techie. But if they are, they should fix their mobile site for the phone. Yeah. So whatever, it's not a big deal. Um, it just could be a little more elegant, you know, because elegance. Otherwise, seems to be right up Blue Apron's alley. So their website is beautiful. They have all kinds of beautiful options and a beautiful photos and a lovely store where you can buy none other than a Blue Apron and a Blue Apron for your adorable children. Oh, 
brother. Yeah. Get a blue apron for your dog. They're and... cute. They're cute. They really are cute. Oh. And they look like they're good quality. I don't mm-hmm. have one. Or adorable children. And you can buy... You can buy <laughs> just, that, just that weird one that we keep downstairs. <laughs> just the ugly ones. I just have ugly children. <laughs> so on their store, you can buy knives and cutting boards and all kinds of cookware, um, all kinds of different kitchen gadgets. And my personal favorites uh, were this gorgeous wood salt cellar where the lid... Salt cellar. Like, yeah, like a salt pig, like what we have, you know? Like in sort of a salt shaker. Cellar pig. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like a, like a grinder? No. Like a like pepper a grinder? Like a salt cellar. Like the dish that we have our salt in. Why do you call it a cellar? That's what it's called. I thought it was like called a ramekin or like a... Well, I mean, it sort of is a ramekin, but it has a lid and like a whole thing that goes with it. Yeah, the lid is... Cute and elegant. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so anyway, the salt cellar from Blue Apron has, it's wood and it has two sides. So you can have two different types of salt in there and the lid swivels back and forth so that you can swivel it off and swivel it back on. It's pretty, this beautiful wood grain. And they have a slate cheese board with all the little cheese board knives. Really selling me on it. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's just the word. When I just stop you. Cellar. <laughs> I'm cellaring you on, on the salt cellar. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, I need to wake up. Let's get some coffee. So, mm. anyway, the slate cheese board with the little cheese knives. Slate and cellars. Slate and sellers. Selling slates. So while I was looking at these little cheese knives, I realized, because they come in like a set of five, and each one is different from the others. And they all have like little points or different shapes or whatever. And, and it occurred to me that someone out there in the world is designing cheese knives. See, I'm interested that you're fascinated by cheese knives because you're the same person that doesn't like individualized like specialty tools in the kitchen no no you don't this like is to different. have like this is different how so because i like a tool that is multi-purpose and while cheese knives are not multi-purpose they're it's pretty specific it is very specific <laughs> it's in the name you can't even use it for other things no no, you could maybe, like, no. slice a grape, but I think that that would be going against etiquette. Yeah, if you try to or carry like, it in there, it would just break off it, in your hand. And... Use, oh, yeah, no way. <laughs> or you could, like, use it for the salami that's also on the cheese plate. But I learned... Mm. Um, what? You're just going to double dip? Double dip that knife? Yeah, no, that's not allowed. Mm-mm. It's against etiquette. Yeah. No double dipping. That's why you have to have a separate knife for everything that's on your cheese plate. I learned this today. Yeah, while otherwise, I was... you cross-contaminate, and then you, who knows where that where that brie was. Yeah. Yeah. So, bless you. Thank you. You, you, cheese, you cheese knife designers out there, out there. I aspire to be classy enough to own a set of cheese knives 
The ones with like the holes in them, and oh yeah, and yeah. Blue Apron has the ones with the holes in them. They're like little Swiss knives. I love, I love those ones. Yeah, so I I jumped into a bright and sparkling internet hole of cheese knife <laughs> classification. It's called uh, Unicorn and, Palace. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> and I I encourage each and every one of you to jump in there. I encourage Learn everyone about to cheese knives. find their own Unicorn Palace of Cheese Knives. Yeah. I think that's the episode title, Unicorn Palace of Cheese Knives. <laughs> yes. Yep. Makes sense. So, the site is set up to get you to place the order and then choose your meals, which is fine. But I personally would like to see the meals showcased a little bit more before I opt into a subscription. So just one more suggestion for you there. That's a freebie. Blue Apron. Um, Blue Apron has the option to add wine, monthly wine, for mm. $10 a bottle. And they offer premium meals. So they, like, pair mm-hmm. pair wines with meals. Yep. I think that HelloFresh does the same thing, don't they? Do they? I don't know. That I, must yeah, be new I'm, if it is because I haven't been on their site in a while. I'm pretty sure it's one of their new okay. things. Yeah, I've been and on like, there recently. The Blue Apron site had... Uh, tutorials on like how to chop veggies or oh did it yeah. Blue Apron did? yeah yeah most of them have like a blog that talks about all their ingredients and where they source them and all that mm-hmm. kind of i didn't look too much into that part of it so also they offer premium meals which most of these companies do offer some kind of premium meals for Blue Apron, they list the price straight up front, and it's fourteen ninety nine per serving, up to eighteen ninety nine per serving. So, th- so that's those pretty, end up getting pretty steep. Yeah, that's that's something else. And we somehow accidentally ended up with a premium meal. I don't remember ordering it, but we are going to be excited to be doing that in one of the next couple of episodes. So yeah. this meal was not a premium meal, but coming up. We're going to have a premium meal, so. I'm ready for a premium meal. Me too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when I ordered it initially, I I made this order like the beginning of one month, and it wasn't, the box wasn't available until the beginning of the next month. So they were sold out for like three or four weeks. We waited all of July for our first box, and the... Something that was a little different than what we've seen from other companies is this box came with tracking. So I think it was FedEx. They got a serious backlog going right now. Yeah. I was like, pretty impressed. That is like, a yeah. Wait time. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So I was able to see its progress as it, uh, during shipping, and it shipped out on a Wednesday. It was scheduled to arrive on a Friday, it was delayed a day. And so on Friday, when it was supposed to arrive, I received an email from Blue Apron saying, your shipment has been delayed. If it doesn't arrive by 9 p.m. on Saturday, in good condition, we will refund your money. And it ended up arriving at 1030 or maybe like 11 or noon, somewhere in the late morning, on Saturday in fine condition. Yeah, but I mean, that's four days in transit. It was four days in transit. It's... It yeah, pretty, that's a long time to keep that food. But the produce looked fine. Uh, we're going to post photos on the website because we got everything out and laid it out and took pictures. I, I remember grabbing the ice bags out of this one because yeah. it, there was just like a little bit of Well, un- they were pretty. Melted. No, there was like a bit. 
We disagree on this. We disagreed on like, this during unpacking. It was like too. over halfway un, like yeah. halfway thawed. I would say that there was about forty percent solid ice still. No way. Yeah. No way. We have photo evidence, so we'll just let you guys decide. All right. So well, everything inside Instagram or Facebook. Let us know if you think it's forty or more. <laughs> yeah. Forty or more dot com. So hashtag forty or more. Megan's right. And so everything inside the box was fine, including a tomato or a box of tomatoes, zucchini, uh, herbs, and the meat was sandwiched between the two forty percent or more ice packs. Mm, per use. So sandwiched in there. Okay. Let's do that. that <laughs> Less that's, than forty. That's my segment. Some forty. Um, yeah. What did you think about the meal? Well, let's get into this dish. Let's. It's it's a doozy. Dish it, it Aubrey. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you all the all the hot hot takes on hot dishes. So let me just read the description of the beef shawarma. Beef shawarma. Beef shawarma. <laughs> uh, for blueapron.com. This star of the Middle Eastern-style beef dish is our new shawarma spice blend, which combines traditional ingredients like coriander, cumin, and turmeric for deliciously bold, warming flavor. Mm-hmm. So I hear. And I, I, let's just say I did not get that. <laughs> um, before we move on, let me just read... Um, what is this from? Wikipedia. The good old go-to. Yep. Shawarma is a dish in Middle East cuisine consisting of meat cut into thin slices, stacked mm-hmm. in a cone-like shape, and roasted on a slow-turning vertical rotisserie or spit. Mm, I love it when meat is cooked that way. Mm. Rotisserie. Uh, originally made of mutton or lamb, um... Now, chicken, beef, veal, or turkey are all common. Um, And this got me thinking, what is the difference between shawarma and gyro? 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 (laughs) You just keep going. (laughs) Clink, clink. So... (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. What was that clink, clink? That was the bottom of the... Oh, yeah. you just hit the bottom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bottom of that hole. Yeah. Of... Just keep digging. Is it gyro? I say it gyros. Gyro. Yeah. I think I've said that before on the podcast. Sure. Anyway, shawarma versus gyros. Gyros. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Did you look that up? Cut all of this out. Yeah. And according to SpoonUniversity.com... Okay, <laughs> One difference between Clearly them... Clearly credible source. Yeah, is the preparation. Shawarma is more about the flavor of the meat mm. than the topping. Mm. Shawarma is marinated all day in seasoning and spices. For example, garlic, turmeric, dried lime, cinnamon, and cardamom. Mm. It should have, shawarma should have a complex flavor that's both tangy 
and warm. That sounds amazing. It sounds great. That sounds incredible. I I would really dish me up some shawarma. Yeah, whatever we had though. Okay, let's talk. <laughs> uh, really did not fit the bill. Yeah, wait. Were we talking about the same dish just now? Because did not fit the bill. God damn, it did not. Uh, yeah, when I think Middle East cuisine, mm-hmm. I think of that description. Like, yeah. Just something like flavory and spicy. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, so full of flavor. Yeah, baklava with orange blossom and like oh my God. rose oh, water. Why do you got to bring that up? Um, something like Turkish coffee. Oh, I've um, never had Turkish coffee. Oh, it's amazing. Sign me up. Uh, according to Turkish proverb, coffee should be black as hell, strong as death, and sweet as love. Yes. That's some serious... Yes, yes, and definitely yes. Oh, what I wouldn't give for a proverbial Turkish coffee right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... This was, if, on a scale of shawarma to, um, let's just say, random meat. <laughs> oh, good. This is a like, good scale. Very Shawarma clear. to street meat. <laughs> street meat? Like roadkill? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, street meat can mean two things. Yeah, like let's street tacos, which are very flavorful no, and amazing, <laughs> but a completely different cuisine. It's very different. Or we're talking like raccoon. We're talking opossum. I think that would be very musky and maybe incredibly flavorful in the ways you don't want. Yeah. Um, on a scale of shawarma to street meat, this was hamburger helper. Yeah. Like, it was so bland. I... Maybe we should have added some hamburger helper to it. <laughs> I think that would have been better. Some, like, taco seasoning. It was so bland. It was, it was like, vaguely spiced. So, I thought that it smelled good. Like, the I love the smells of Middle Eastern cooking. And the spice blend smelled great. And the rice and the currants were like, you could see them like melting in there as the rice cooked. And Mm -hmm. that, like, I could smell it and my mouth was totally watering. Yeah. But the flavor, like, it was all smell and no flavor. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a, uh, how would I describe it? Like a like a hall of mirrors of olfactory yeah sense yeah <laughs> like nothing really there right and whatever is there is like a perverted version of the real wow you're really it, it's like a the the disdain for this meal must have just multiplied oh it's just in like hours since you ate it simulacrum of unjoyous garbage. You really hated it. I did not like it. Okay. I'm laying it all out there. You are. Be honest. We are not here to promote 
the companies. We are here for honest reviews. Just real hard truths. For real. This time. Yeah. So for me, the I immediately got this like bright lemony flavor like, in my first bite. I, <laughs> yeah. At first, oh, I was like, oh, well, that was really good. That was the sauce. That's because, yeah, you yeah. had some of the, what was it called? Le, um, Labna. Labna, yeah. It was that... Labna was very good. And it was like, I think Labna, the way that we made it, it was like a kefir mixed with lemon juice and some other kinds of Well, it was prepackaged. It came out of like that. um, Yeah, but then didn't you have to mix it up with some other stuff? Yeah, you just like uh, spritzed some lemon in there. And salt and pepper. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it was just a couple of things. But that was just this like really lovely flavor. But that flavor, like that and the currants that were in the rice were the flavor for the whole dish. And And that was not enough to carry the dish. Well, and I made the mistake of not really going heavy on the... um, Labna. Labna. Yeah. And so my, uh, yeah, my dish was just so bland. Right. And the only good bites were the bites with the... Labna in it. Which I think that what you just told us about (laughs) the traditional shawarma is that the beef or the the meat flavor is supposed to carry the dish. the meat carries it, not the toppings. I would have loved this dish. You got your shit mixed up. So I would have loved this dish if the beef... Had it really packed a flavor punch, mm-hmm. but it didn't. It just didn't. the The meat was not flavorful. Period. Like hard stop. Um, at the top of this episode, let's put let's uh, put in the hamburger helper makes a great meal. What tune? You know, like from the commercial. No, when we were kids. I don't know that hamburger helper. Ugh. Boy, you're gonna make us. No, no, no. You're gonna make me. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna splice it in right. We're gonna put it in right now, or right at the top. Whatever, maybe both. I don't care. Yeah, fuck it. Okay, so you're eating hamburger. We're going explicit. I hate shawarma. (laughs) So, the cooking experience. Um, tell me about it for you, because you, I think you started off. We each we we usually do like separate steps. Yeah, but like it like, was really easy with two of us cooking. Yeah, I mean besides the backbreaking labor of those carrots, right? And <laughs> you poor thing, the carpal tunnel that I've developed. I feel terrible for Ugh. you. So hard. Yeah. I have weak little arms. Oh, I have one other thing. What? You. I need to hear, we need to hear your story about parsley and why it makes you think of your grandma. Parsley. Oh, that's right. So parsley makes me think of my grandma because when I was little, I I grew up in Blaine and Blaine is a border town known for basically just being the gateway to Canada and Vancouver. Right. And when I was growing up, all the Canadians would come down to Blaine for gas because petrol is so much cheaper down here in the States. Right. And so Blaine was just like a 
a sea of gas stations and bars mm-hmm. with the Canadians coming down, filling up their tanks, staying for a couple pints, and then going back from whence they came. Mm-hmm. And my grandma loved the wheelhouse down on Peace Portal Drive. Which was a restaurant? Which was like a bar restaurant thing. Or was it the wheelhouse or the pinwheel? Wheelhouse, I think. I think you told me wheelhouse. Anyway, it was it was either that bar or the one next to it was like my first memory of going out to breakfast and seeing like my grandma there for breakfast because we only went to her house on like Sunday afternoon right or Sunday evening or you know some family event and so so it was like seeing, special yeah seeing, seeing her, her like out in the morning and it was like I don't know it was different and obviously made an impression and I remember having parsley off of her like breakfast dish right it was like, probably like a garnish or yeah something. it was yeah. Still, like on the orange slice or whatever yeah and so, yeah, parsley always makes me think of the divey Blaine bars and my grandma. <laughs> I wonder, is it like a diner? No, it's very much like a dive bar. Weird. Yeah. For breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Only in Blaine. Uh, man, I, and it might have been like Blaine. the Turkey Inn. I, I'm doing some hard callbacks, like... Digging deep. These places probably don't exist anymore. Oh, no, no, no. Well, the wheelhouse does, but it's definitely been renovated. I mean, yeah. If not, yeah, I I don't know. I have to look all that stuff up. But yeah. yeah. Parsley. Parsley. This dish is topped with parsley. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. I don't like parsley at all. So I like it more than that beef, but. Topping a flavorless dish with a garnish that I don't like. <laughs> like a weird, like wasn't Denny's my, garnish. Wasn't my favorite. Yeah, just screaming Middle Eastern spices. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I wonder if parsley is like a Middle Eastern spice that they use. Is that something that they would top dishes with? I don't know. Or, or either that or it's like um, Americans putting ketchup on pad thai. And right. they just we, we just, just like here sprinkle this works. green stuff on there to Americanize that up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all you people from Middle East backgrounds, let us know. Parsley. Yeah. So mainstay or not. The getting back to the cooking experience, um, thank you for your story. But and you did a great job slicing those carrots. Oh, you know, I, I did it at a little, little slant. You did. A little, little can't. We call that on the bias. What? You sliced the carrots on the bias. I, I thought you were talking about like a Florida. No, not the bayou. <laughs> Keys. <laughs> nope. Oh, so, with, with angry um, bias? No. With... <laughs> Melissa, malicious mischief? No, not mischief. You didn't slice the carrots with mischief. <laughs> you sliced them with your little tiny muscles, remember? Right. <laughs> little tiny muscles. So the carrots took way longer to cook than the recipe card said. 
So everything ended up in the pan longer than it was called for to let those carrots finish softening. So then the beef, I think, was a little drier than it otherwise would have been. Um, but otherwise the carrots don't, were going to be fully crunchy. Carrots. You know, the, it was the, the carrots. The, the carrots have their carrots. own you, sins to answer for. Yes, they do. <laughs> and but you, cooking too long was not one of them. Yes, it was. Okay. You thinly sliced them, so they should have cooked faster. Oh, I sliced the fuck out of them. I know. You did a great job hatefully slicing carrots. Thank you. Thank you. So the and other thing good to be that I that I appreciated is that Blue Apron is trying to help you out on dishes. So the recipe has you put the veggies in the pan and cook them up and then like push them off to one side and then cook the beef in the same pan mm-hmm. and then mix everything together instead I do like of that like little taking them out and resting them and then putting them back in or using a different pan or whatever. I appreciate any time companies are thinking about how many dishes I have to wash at the end of the evening. Because cleanup is like a real thing with some of these recipes. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Can I tell a little story? Please. I am... Gonna cut this out. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so I ate this meal out of a little shallow white bowl. And the bowl gets gray marks on it from the like a ramekin? No. Different. Oh, shallow like a, white bowl. Like a salt No. Um silo. No, stop. <laughs> stop. Silo, was it? No. Server. No. Cerberus. Snape. No. <laughs> Dang it. Salt okay, a little bowl. Okay, I was eating it out of this white, shallow bowl, and the bowl gets gray marks on it from the silverware scratching across the top of it. Mm. And that's how our flatware is that no, flatware is forks and spoons and stuff. <laughs> oh, that's how our dishes were when I was a kid. Flat. They were flat, which is why it makes sense to call them flatware. And they weird. Yeah. Weird down easy, easily. No, not easily. It's not like we wore our plates out. Well, you're talking about scraping scraping the paint off them. No, you're not scraping the paint off. They get gray marks on them the same as like the gymnasium floor would get your shoe marks on them in high school. Oh, so the flatware is actually leaving a streak on the bowl. Yeah, a gray mark from the flatware. Mm-hmm. So this <laughs> this story has literally nothing to do with the meal. So <laughs> th- this meal just, because I ate it out of this bowl, it reminded me of this. And um, so our plates did that when I was a kid. And those gray marks made me think of when we would get all the plates out and polish them. Because you like, would polish plates as a kid? Yeah, because like twice a year we would get all the plates out and polish the gray marks off of them and then they would be like bright white for like a week before they would get, get gray marks out, out of again. town. You had just such a different experience growing up. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting around in Blaine bars having <laughs> yeah. parsley with my grandma or uh, shining some silver. No, I was polishing plates. Oh, you yeah. guys don't have silver? No, we didn't have silver. Except for that spoon in your mouth. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, 
Um, we would have the plates like covering every surface in our kitchen on the countertops, and the plates were shaped. They were like octagon shaped. One, two. Four. Yeah, they were like octagons. Okay. I think. And so you could like push them up against each other and the flat edges would all meet. And, and then there would be like and... star shapes in between them. Go on. Um so I hated it then, but I, <laughs> it's a fond memory now that like I got to eat off this white dish that had gray marks and Anyway. Yeah, I mean, when you started this story, I packed all my white dishes in my backpack with me to go on that journey, and so, now I'm glad that... white dishes, wait, I just had another <laughs> memory. I'm pretty sure that one of us kids, like, with a fork or something during a meal, it was probably my brother, but, oh. like, scratched initials or something into the plate, you know? <sighs> And Ross then was here. I think that it was Ross. I think it was. was and I'm oh. pretty sure that after he did that, he had to polish all the plates by himself. I'm pretty sure. Oh. And I'm pretty sure that we were already coming up on plate polishing time. And so like, <laughs> I managed to like, get out of it. Plate polishing time. You had it scheduled no. every six months? No. You're making it sound different than it was. But Ross got his just dessert. Yeah. He did. <laughs> Ross, I love you. And your lemon bars. So what's your review Oh, boy. Is it time for the review? I think so. I'm going first. You're going first. I, you know, I've been spoiled for so long. Spoiled. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a stroke. Help me. Cry for help. Uh, Yeah, we've had so many great dishes. And this one is just the exception that makes me want to go dig into some mac and cheese. Hmm. Because, oh, what a waste of time. It was so disappointing. Effort. Calories, calories. Let's see. That's my big one. No, I have it. It's uh, it's that thing where you're trying to be so good on your diet, and then you're starving. Dinner's up, and it's just something blah, Mm -hmm. and it feels like such a waste. But don't laugh. How many calories do you think it had? Oh my gosh. I'm per serving. This is per serving. It's gonna be something awful that I'm really gonna despise Blue Apron for it. I bet it's like seven hundred. And and oh I'm close. <laughs> uh, seven hundred and eighty. No, little over seven forty. Oh my god. God. Yeah. Oh, it hurts. Yeah. Just chewy brown beef. We did not finish this meal, I will say. We ended up throwing a lot of the rice out the next day. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Which is too bad because the currants and the rice was like the. It is too bad, and the if we only had only thing that's keeping it from being negative right now. Yeah, if the labna, if there had been more labna, there would have been more calories, but we would have eaten everything. <laughs> yeah, um, like I hate to say it, but that was kind of where we were. Yeah, I, I, I am gonna give this dish a whopping medium burner one, one medium, medium burner that's like a half a, a half a point half a burner a half a burner out of five burners out of five blue apron i am i'm appalled i am <laughs> i'm not angry i am disappointed well and here's the thing is that Blue Apron, you've had your chance. I've I, we read some of the reviews on the website, and this is a common complaint mm. that you know it, in the directions it tells you to add half of the seasoning, mm-hmm. and you're going to have extra to the rice. You know what? Just add all of it, no matter what, all no. the time. Add half of it to the rice, and then add half of it to the vegetables and beef. And beef. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like... Probably like mix it into the beef before you put the beef in the pan. Yeah. So that it's like oh, really wait, are in we, there. We're we're in the middle of... What, 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 what oh, we you screwed do? it up. Wait, I haven't done my oh, review yet. 1991. Coming back at me. Can I do my review, please? Please. Okay. So... My review, it's basically the same as yours, but I need to do it. So <laughs> there were a lot of calories for the disappointing lack of flavor, mm. for sure. That was a real mm. problem. And there was, this meal was the perfect opportunity for a great, just an amazing killer flavor. Yeah. The whole bowl should have been just like overflowing with gorgeous flavor. And it just didn't follow through. It was it was just bland. And the ingredients were beautiful. The, you know, I mean, everything came in great condition. The parsley was in its own little thing. The, the labna, like, everything was great. The ingredients that went into it were fine. And then the flavor just wasn't there. And so I don't know what it needs. But I'm not going to go there because that's our next segment. <laughs> I'm going to give this meal I'm going to give it one star. One. Mhm. The labna was really good. And yeah, and the labna I mean, on the, I think the labna and the and the currants, currants is the only reason it gets half of a burner for me, but yeah. I I can understand the full the full burner. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it... Oh, right. Not a star. I'm going to give it a burner. Yep. And the reason... Yeah, it's really like that. the currants are also just not a common ingredient. Like, they're a very Middle Eastern thing to put in your dish, it feels like. It doesn't seem oh, yeah. like a... You know, current dried currants are not something that I have around the house. And so I currants thought that... and figs and honeys and... Yeah. Like, yeah. We actually have a fig tree. We're so lucky. So lucky. So the currants and the labna are the reason for that star. Because it was beautiful. The easy cleanup is another reason. 
for that mm. star. Okay. But yeah. the the absolute lack of flavor in the vegetables and the meat and the rice are I mean that there's just that was the body of the meal and it just didn't come through. Yeah. I, I thought that this meal was going to be a contender in terms of like oh, me challenging too. the pork luau bowl. Mm-hmm. I thought that oh, this yeah. was going to be Blue Apron's uh, option, their answer yep. to the pork luau bowl from, from HelloFresh. Fresh. Yeah. And it was polar opposite. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, just no contest. Yep. Fail. Yeah. yeah. Abject fail. So, Aubrey, hmm. what 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 would you do? What, what, what would you do? Is that how it goes? Yeah, I we need so. to pull that up. Yeah, we need to pull that up. I and don't remember that. Watch some uh, Nickelodeon. Yeah, some Is it Nickelodeon kids and adults jumping into giant cream pies and <laughs> no. pulling boogers out of big noses. Oh my god, I do not miss those days of television. Oh, I do. Do heck yeah, a good burger. Burger? Yeah. Burger? Burger. Good burger. Good burger? Keenan and Kel. What like, are you talking about? Oh, boy. I don't know any of the I'm words like you're saying right now. Greek. Are those names? The, this is going to have to be in our other podcast for... Children's shows. Children's shows of yeah. the 1990s. Um, yeah, we should totally add that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what would I mean, you I'm do? I'm sure tons of people are, but um, I would season the fuck out of it. With what? Give me some of that. You know, I would have uh, increased the garlic. Mm-hmm. I would have put in all. I don't think there was gar. Was there garlic? Shoot, there might not have Hang been. On, where's that? Garlic? There should have been garlic. There oh, should. It have does been... say two cloves of gar- garlic. Yeah. Um, That's right. There was garlic mixed in with the vegetables, so it was cooked with the vegetables and the beef. Yeah. So maybe the garlic was poor quality. But it just, it needed to marinate. It needed, it needed some cohesion Mm -hmm. that it was just all riding on that lobnut. What would you do? You know, I'm... I'm not sure. A couple of things. Spice. There was no I'd, heat. I'd like some heat. No heat. Yep. Warmth. Bring on the heat a little Shorma bit. Warma and warmth. Yeah. Synonymous. I wonder Shorma. about almost a smidgen of cinnamon in that spice blend with the rice. Yeah. Just like Because that's a real nice Wikipedia. warm. Oh, did they say cinnamon? Um, yeah, I think that shawarma is... Traditionally, yeah, garlic, turmeric, dried lime, cinnamon, cardamom. Huh, yeah, cinnamon and cardamom would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. That would have been interesting. I also wonder about, like, brightening the flavor with some vinegar or lime juice or something, like, maybe to, like, brighten the flavor of the whole dish. Mm-hmm. So maybe adding that lime juice or maybe even, like, the zest. zest. The lime zest, zest into great. that beef and taking that beef, put it in a bowl. I'm adding dishes here, but it would be worth it totally. to mix that beef maybe with some of that spice, that shawarma spice, and a little bit more of something in the spice. Shawarm and then it up. some more salt. It needs it. I, 
we we did salt this dish. It was plenty salted for me, but I think mm-hmm. the salt needs to be mixed into the beef, not just added on top. Sure. And then some kind of acid, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heat. I don't know what kind of heat they use in the Middle East to spicy up their dishes, but use it, whatever it is. Some shawarm. Something shawarm. <laughs> we're so funny. Ugh, no, no, we're not. No, boy. <laughs> no, we're not. Okay, where are we at? Luckily, no one will listen to this. No, no one's made it to the end of this podcast. <laughs> no, It'll be no. fine. Not a single listen. We're not going to edit from here on. That's all right. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, I think that that is all I got for... Me too. For shawarma beef. Shawarma. It's going to be the last sound. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess (laughs) you're like pointing. Hey. Wink, wink. wink. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to just keep stretching this out. (laughs) Just what I do best. Uh... Um... So, now, now that we've recorded a I couple think. episodes, I think that all I do is go, Yeah, so like... Um, I'm in speech therapy, Megan. Yeah. And obviously it's going great. It's <laughs> swimmingly. Swarmingly. Swarmingly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that concludes our episode of Juicing Bananas. But before we leave the special... Uh, special announcement. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the surprise. Yes, Megan. That's why I was waiting on you. Okay. Let me know. What what is this hot take? So, to our Patreon subscribers, for every five Patreon subscribers we get, we will be doing a drawing. So, when we get to five, we'll do Mm -hmm. our first drawing. And the drawing, We're not quite there yet. The drawing will include <laughs> the names of all of our Patreon subscribers. So, like, when we get to five, it will be from those five people. When we get yeah. to ten, it will be from all ten. So, the first five are going to be included in this drawing every single time. And People, you've got a great chance to get some free food. Right. So During the, quarantine, the drawings, a box of food is going to show up at your doorstep. As a disclaimer... Before you get too far ahead, the drawings may vary over time. (laughs) The drawings may vary over time, but we're going to start with drawings for free boxes of food. Yeah. So, yeah. Hit us up on Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com slash JBPod. That's That's right. Patreon.com slash JBPod. Interact with us on Instagram at JuicingBananas. Uh, hit us up on our Facebook page, um, Juicing Bananas. Yeah. Or send us an email at juicingbananas at gmail.com. You can also find our individual Facebook pages. I'm Aubrey Stark. And I'm Megan Ortega. And, of course, our website where you can find links and photos for, and resources from this episode, jbpod.com. Got a split. Thanks for listening. Bye.